Hey family, how are you? I'm praying all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. And what a mighty God we serve. How are you doing, family? I pray that this message greets you with peace, love, joy in your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. So I've come across this article in Revival Ministry. And it truly, truly blessed my heart. So many people I know in in the body of Christ are dealing with, you know, so many different circumstances, so many doctor's reports. And we need to not only know that healing is the children's bread, but believe that as we eat of it, we will be healed. We will be healed in the name of Jesus. So I want to read the, funda- the, the the key scripture, which is Mark 7, 24 and 30. And the Bible reads, from there, he arose and went to the regions of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and wanted no one to know about it. But he could not be hidden for a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. And she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek. But she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said to him, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For this saying, Go your way, the demons has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone and her daughter laying on the bed. Healing is the children's bread. Bread is a basic food from country to country. It has its own kind of bread. The bread may look different, taste different from culture to culture. But around the world, most people eat it every day, even if People are quite poor and don't have much to eat. Bread is usually one of the few things they do eat. In Galatians 3.26, the Bible says, For we are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. We are children of God because of Jesus. Because we believe in his sacrifice, which he made on the cross of Calvary. Jesus paid the price on the cross for sin and for sickness and disease. He took them both into his own body and died once and for all, removing sickness and sin from those who believe. Healing is much part of God's plan for us as salvation. Healing is a basic right of every child of God. Just as it is a basic right of every person to have bread to eat. So many times people wait for God to decide one day in the sweet by and by whether or not to heal them. The only problem with that is that it won't get them anywhere. That is because Jesus has not already done his part, but he has communicated his will and his plan with us through his word. If we are ignorant of the fact that healing is ours now, 
It is because we have not read or received his word. Pause. This part blessed me. Jesus has done his part. And not only did he do his part, he has communicated his will and his plan and his word. And if we are ignorant of the fact that healing is now, this is powerful, not just then, not on the day of Pentecost, not when Peter says silver and gold, I have none. Not when Jesus was, you know, healing the lepers. Healing is now family. It is our right as children of God. And we have to not come in agreement with the lies of the enemy and believe his plan, his will. God has communicated it, but we are not accepting it because we're looking at our current circumstances. We're looking at the pain that you may feel in your body. You're looking at the doctor's report. You're looking at those emails. You're coming in agreement with the lies of God and fear is kicking in and anxiety and worry is kicking in. But if we were to take the word of God at its word, If we were to believe by faith that God communicated his will for your life and it's not sickness and it's not disease by faith, in spite of what you see, in spite of what you fear, in spite of what you feel that you declare and decree healing is the children's bread. This is something we must do. This is something we must get right. The Bible says that in Ecclesiastes 7, why die before your time? And every time I hear that, it always, you know, make me think, you know, God is so sovereign. God is, you know, he knows the ending from the beginning. You know, I always thought that if someone was taken out of here, it was because it was the will of God. But when I came across that scripture, things changed. I had to sit with God and I you know, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me. What does this mean? And God begins to give me revelation that he has a plan and a will for each and every one of us. But if we don't know the word of God, and if we don't come in agreement with the word of God, we forfeit the promise. We forfeit the healing coming into agreement with the lies of the enemy, coming in agreement with fear. The spirit of fear grips you. It grips you. You can't think about anything but what was said, what the doctor said. You can't think about anything but the the pain that you feel in your body. But I think it's so amazing that God has wired us so, so eloquently that we are really created. Our body is created to heal itself. Did you know that family? Our body heals itself. If we would just trust and rest, not stress, but rest in God. Meditate on the word. Meditate being in the presence of God. Lord, you are Emmanuel. Lord, you are with me. And I know that you are healing me because healing is the children's bread. I know your mighty hands is upon me for your hands is not too short to save. Your hands are not too short to quicken my mortal body. Your hand is not too short to remove this cancer and this diabetes and to move this COVID from me. Your hands is not too short. But is this the is this what we declaring into the atmosphere? We coming in agreement with what 
you know, what, what, what the doctors say, oh, oh, you know, I got high blood pressure. Oh, you know, I have diabetes. Oh, oh, I have, I have, I have Stop coming in agreement with the lies. It may be your facts, but it's not your truth. We can't say we have healing and have high blood pressure at the same time. We have to learn how to change our conversation and change our language. There's power of life and death in our tongue and many, many in the body and family. I have made those mistakes too. But as I was reading this, it really, really just ministered to my spirit how important it is not to come in agreement, not to speak the words of defeat I have. Every time we say I am, you do you know how powerful it is to say I am a child of God. I am the head. I am above. So imagine the power you give. I am sick. I have this. I have that. What are you tying to I am? Don't tie in the doctor's report to I am. Don't tie in the lies of the enemy to I am. You got to speak victory, not defeat. And though it may be your reality and though it may be what you see in front of you. Remember, it is not what is seen for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. What you see with your natural eyes is temporary. Why? Because the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. It won't last always. This too shall pass. According to the word of God. It's temporary. But we prolong. We prolong with anxiety. We prolong with worrying. We prolong with talking about it. We prolong getting on the phone. Hey, you know, pray for me. The doctor said X, Y, and Z. And I love that the Bible said, if any be sick among you, let them call on the elders and they will pray for you and you will be healed. But we got to pray in faith, not pray amiss. Praying in faith, praying with the attitude, this is my bread and I'm going to eat. Lord, I am praying, eating. I am eating and praying, praying and eating. This is your bread. I eat it up. Yum, yum. He said, this is my body. Eat of it. This is what he told the disciples. He broke the bread and he said, this is my body. Eat. Eat. Drink of my blood. Be one with me. Be one with me. And take part in the healing. Take part in the victory. We take part in the victory, family. Jesus has arose from the dead. He's not still there. The grave is empty. He rose up in victory, conquering death in the grave. And when we eat of his bread and drink of his blood, we partake in that victory. But it has to be your reality. And it becomes your reality when you sit with the Lord and you meditate on the scriptures and you confess the the scriptures and you declare and decree the scriptures in spite of. In spite of the report, in spite of how you feel. Sometimes we talk ourselves into stress. Amen. Sometimes we talk ourselves into sickness. 
You know, I don't feel well. You know, I don't know. I have to catch myself. Stop saying I don't feel good. Stop saying this. Stop. No, I am healed. I feel great. I feel amazing. And once again, I'm not telling you to ignore the reality of things. I'm telling you, come in agreement with the word of God. That's the only way. I love that this says he is communicated. He's communicated. We, we, we act, oh, I don't know if it, if it be your will. That's not his will. He communicated. Healing is the children's bread. Not sickness and disease. So we have to pick and choose what we're going to eat of. Because the enemy has so much to put in front of you to eat. Eat of this depression. Eat of this oppression. Eat, eat, eat. But Jesus has a bread for you. And it's called healing. If you're willing to believe by faith and believe that healing is now, that the God you serve is the same God yesterday, today, and forever, that he's still in the healing business. He's still in the healing business. We got to start taking the names out of, you know, instead of saying the leopards, put your name and also be the leper because it was 10 lepers. But when Jesus healed them, only one came back to worship. Make sure you're, you put your name in the one that came back to worship him and, and glorify him for his goodness. We got to put our name in the scriptures. We got to because it has to become a rhema word. It has to become our reality. Put your name in the scriptures. Whatever season you're going through, whatever condition you may be in, put yourself in the scriptures. Find a word, find a verse that is applicable to what you're going through. And whoever the Bible's talking about, you put your name, you remove their name and you put them. Thus says the Lord God of Israel. He's talking to me. Healing is my portion. Healing is my bread. Lord, I'm not just reading the a word I'm reading my word this your word and we are one this is my word this is a word for me this is a word for me it's not just a word for David it's not just a word for Job this is not just a word this is a word for me and I receive it and I'm coming in agreement with the God of now who is healing now who is who is shifting now turning things around God is good and I know the Bible been around for, I mean, oh, thousands of years, but it doesn't change the mighty power that comes through. It is truly life, life. It is a living word. It is a life to those who receive it by faith. It, it amazes me how we receive, we receive what people say. We receive the negative so easy. That's what sin has done to us. Sin has caused us to receive negative so easy that we don't even believe that anything good is going to happen. Or we don't believe God, you know, God don't want to heal me. God, you know, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. But when we look at our life and we see how we're living, living in sin against God, how can we expect things to work out? As a child of God, we have to be obedient to God, obedient to his word. That we can partake in the blessing. 
partake in the oneness. Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Healing is a part of your heritage as a child of God. Sickness and disease are from the devil, but healing is the children's bread. It is truly our portion. Revelations 22 and 2. In the middle of the street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were healing for the nation. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. Healing and divine health is and always was the normal state of anyone who belongs to God. Adam and Eve were not even able to get sick before sin destroyed their destroyed them in their children's body. Because of Jesus, we once again have the right and the privilege to walk in divine health. Just as we receive Jesus as our savior, we must receive him as our healer. We are not waiting on some sovereign move of God to heal us. But God is waiting for us to receive the revelation that healing is and will always be the children's bread. Amen. Amen. This article is so good and it is packed with so many goodies. So often we are just, okay, God, I'm waiting on you, God. I'm waiting on you. And God is like, I'm waiting on you to believe me. I'm waiting on you to declare and decree. I'm waiting on you not to accept your fate. Many of the body of Christ, they just accept it. Oh, well, this is what the doctors say. This is my, me. I got to change my diet. I got to do this and I got to do that. And although those things are, you know, you have to change. You have to change your diet. You got to eat better. You got to do the right thing. But some people just, they just accept their fate. This is it. This is my life now. No, that's the devil is a liar. It is not your fate and it's not your portion. But you get to choose how the rest of your life will be. It's not God you're waiting on. It's you making the decision that I am going to eat of the bread and I'm going to sit with the scriptures and I'm going to read them and I'm going to declare them and I'm going to decree them. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to stay in the presence of God for in his presence is the fullness of everything that I need. When you're going through, when you get a doctor's report, this is not the time to run away from God, but it's time to run to God, to cleave to him. This is when you need to cleave to him the most. You can't do this on your own. This is when you cleave to him the most. And and not in that, you know, because sometimes we go to God. Oh, if you could just do this, God, please, 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 please. And I remember God had to deal with me. Stop begging me like you some stranger. God had to tell. He tells me. He tells me. Stop coming to me like that. Do you believe that you are queen? Do you believe that you are priest unto me? Don't come to me begging. Come boldly. Come boldly to the throne room of grace. Stop begging. Like I'm not good. 
Stop begging like you're not my daughter. Stop begging like I'm not the God who sees your rising ups and you're sitting down. Stop begging me. God had to deal with my heart because I kept begging. And, oh, if, if you please, Lord, please, please, please. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. And I humbly say that because I know I'm his daughter and that's my father. And I go to him like a daughter goes to her father. When you cool with your dad and you, you, it, my sisters know if you, if you have a, your, an amazing relationship with your father, it don't matter what it is that you need. You can just go to him peacefully, comfortable. Oh, daddy, I need money. Daddy, can you help me with my car? Daddy, daddy, daddy. Why? Because you built that relationship. I had to recognize that it was, it was religion and not relationship. But the moment I start building on the relationship, I saw him as a father and not just a God that sit high and look low and, you know, maybe want to punish me or something. No, you're my dad. You're my Abba. You love me. You want the best for me. So I go to daddy. Daddy, I need this. Daddy, I need that. Daddy, 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 daddy. Unless we come as a little child, we have to remember that no matter how old you are, you must go to God with childlike faith. You must go to God as a little child, dependent on him, relying on him. Lord, my help comes from you. You are my provider. You are my protector. You are my shield. You are my shield. You are my fortress. You are my buckler. Lord, you are everything to me. We have to rely on God, but we get old and we, we, we start to rely on ourselves, and we start going in our own direction and then we lose sight. We lose sight of God and then we think he walked away and the truth is we walked away and then we got to get back in his presence. And then when you do get back in his presence because you don't walk away and you might have been living in sin. Now you don't have the confidence and the boldness to declare and decree and ask your father for what you need. And instead, oh God, please, please help me this one time. Please, I'll never do this again. Da, da, da. That's not how we approach the throne. God loves when his children who knows that they are loved with an everlasting love, come to the throne boldly. Daddy, I need this fixed. And I thank you in advance for doing it. When we start going to God in faith, you go into him with a problem, knowing there's already a solution. So you praise and you worship. Father, this is what the doctor said, but uh, I'm eating up this bread. So I worship you and I thank you for your goodness. I thank you because you are right now on time. God, you are present help. Hallelujah. And go about your day joyful and peaceful. But when we go to God begging, there's fear there. Why do you have fear going before a God you serve? That you says love you. The Bible says perfect love cast out fear. So if you're going to God begging please, please, please. In this fear. That's because your love isn't perfected. Which means you're not in a true intimate relationship with God. Because when you start getting truly intimate with God. You don't beg. You don't plead. You boldly, humbly, joyfully go to your father in the mighty name of Jesus and ask for what it is that you need. 
And you don't walk away from the altar. You don't walk away from getting up on your knees, feeling defeated. You don't go to God, pray, and then walk away defeated. Well, I hope he, oh, I hope so. If it be his will. We got to stop saying that. I love that this article said he communicates his will for us. What does the word say about your condition? What does the word say about your situation? Take the word of God and it, it, that is it. It's set in stone. That is his will. His word is his will. So we can't decide what his will is. His word is the will. We just have to believe it and receive it in our heart that if you're my daddy, you love me. I'm healed. Thank you. Start acting like you healed. Stop. Start acting like it. Don't sit in the bed and look all, you know, pitiful. Get up. Take a walk. And I know many people may not be in that state to do so, but do what you can. Do what you can. I'm healed. I'm healed. How do a healed person act? How do a healed person act? And then start acting like it. We can say all day we believe. We can say all day. But it's lip service. But in our heart we're fearful. In our heart we're, we're, we're not sure of the goodness of God. And it's sad. Because he loves us so much. And he want us to tap into the holies of holies. He want us to tap into that glorious power. He want us to tap into that power. But we can't because we don't truly believe. So we got to go to God humbly. Whatever fear, whatever doubt I have in the children's bread, by your spirit, begin to consume. For you are a consuming fire. Whatever sin that I'm in. That's hindering me from seeing clearly and hearing clearly. Lord, by your spirit, open the eyes of my understanding so that I could repent and turn from my wicked way so you can heal the land. See, the body of Christ quote that scripture. If my people who are called by my name, but they keep forgetting, they keep forgetting the rest of the scripture. They skip and just go to the parts that they like. You don't just pray. You don't just repent. You got to turn from your wicked way. You got to do a 360. You can't keep doing the things you were doing and expecting God to heal the land. There's levels to that word. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves. First of all, you got to humble yourself. Seek God. While he may be found, prayer, turn, because what's the point of going to God and praying, but stay in the same old vessel? You got to be willing and intentional to change your ways, change from sin, turn away from sin, submit to God and the devil will flee. But many in the body are not turning from their wicked way, but they want God to heal the land. We got to do our part if we want God to do his. God is faithful. He gave his command. He gave his word and he is faithful to it. As I obey the word of God, 
As I journey with the Lord, I see the shift. I see the changes. I see the transformation from when I didn't obey the word versus when I am. God is faithful. But can we be faithful and do our part and stop using God knows my heart and I'm a work in progress as a crutch to stay in sin? Many are sick because they won't forgive. Unforgiveness bring forth torment and it opens the door for other spirits to come in and invade our body. We must repent and forgive. If you're going through a sickness, you got a bad doctor's report. Humble yourself before God. Look at the man and woman in the mirror. What do I need to change? Do I need to change my eating habits? Do I need to stop drinking, smoking? Do I need to love? Do I need to forgive? What what is causing this sickness in my body? Because to be in agreement with you and to be in alignment with you, God, healing is my portion. Healing is my portion. Cells and arteries, bone and marrow. The Bible says that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword piercing through the bone and the marrow. You can't tell me that God isn't a healer. That's how powerful the word is. It knows how to pierce through every wound, every sickness, every disease and just purge it out. That's how powerful the living word is. But we got to make sure our heart is right. And we got to make sure we're being obedient and doing what we need to do and turning from our wicked ways so that God can heal the land. Sit with the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're ignorant of the things that you need to change. Sit with God. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God and he will give freely. Lord, what do I need to do? Lord, what do I need to change? And don't just ask because you want, you know, sometimes we go to God You know, just wanting him to be that genie in a bottle. God is a relationship God. Don't just call on God and then when he does what you want, you go about your business. Develop, develop a relationship. Develop in the intimacy. No storm, no trial, come hell or high water. You have peace. Peace that's a passion understanding. No matter what reports, what comes your way, you trust and believe in the plan and the will of God. And I love, I love, I can't, I just can't get over it. God has already communicated, but yet we pretend or act as if we don't know. If we read the word of God, we will know his will for our lives as a believer in Christ Jesus. We just have to sit our butt down, wear this world as a loose garment, and learn of him. He said, come learn of me so you can know what my will is. So you can declare and decree in the earth. No, this is the will of God for me. Not this doctor's report. Not this, not this rejection, not this, not this, not this, whatever it is that the enemy is trying to bombard you with. I know the will of God. 
His word is his will and it will never return unto him void. So this is what I will stand on. This is what I will declare. This is what I'll decree. This is what I will meditate. David said, I will meditate on your word day and night that I sin not. This is how important it is for us to know the word of God. It keeps us right with God. Lord, I know your word. Lord, I know your word. It brings forth a conviction for you to walk right with walk upright with God to have a heart of repentance it's important to have a heart of repentance stay humble before God he exalts the humble but he resists the proud so we got to humble ourselves and say Lord forgive me for not believing that you desire my healing as much as my salvation To the point that I called on Christ and gave him my life and received salvation. You want me to partake in that healing that the blood provided. For by your stripes, I am healed, Jesus. Not may be healed, not could be healed. I am healed. I am. What are you attaching to? I am. Very important. We must be very conscious of the language we speak and the words that come out of our mouth because it's life and death. We must understand the importance of not coming in agreement with the reports of the world and the lies of the enemy, but clinging to the will of God by reading the scriptures and meditating on the scriptures, speaking the scriptures, praying the scriptures. Because it's truly life. It's truly life. It's truly life. So I thank God for reading this, uh, reading this article and being able to share this with you. And I pray that whether it's not for you, maybe you hear this and you're like, well, I'm not going through nothing. I'm not going through nothing, sis. But maybe it's someone you do know. Allow them to hear this or, you know, just minister to them because you have a ministry too. you. Yeah, you who's listening right now. You have a call. You have a ministry. Maybe they need you to minister to them and read them the scriptures of Revelation 22 and 2 and Acts 10, 38. Read them them scriptures. Listen, this is our now, not later. This is not in the by and by. There's healing for today. If we could just believe by faith, there's healing for today. Don't believe the report. Trust in God. Believe. Have hope. Joyfully. Joyfully. Because like I said, it's easier said than done. But what's going on in your heart? I'll never forget the scripture when Moses in Exodus 15, um, he was telling the children of Israel, be courageous, be bold, be this, be that. And then the next sentence, the Bible says, God asked Moses, why are you crying unto me? And that always blessed me because even though he was speaking goodness and he was speaking hope and he was speaking encouragement out of his mouth there was something different going on in his heart this is real it's easy to tell God we trust him it's easy to tell God we believe him it's easy it's easy it's easy but there'd be something else going on in our heart and that's why the bible says don't be double-minded because your mind is saying one thing your heart is saying another and God need us to be in agreement God need us to be in alignment And that's even with ourself is your mind and your emotions in agreement and believe that God is a healer is your mind and your emotions in alignment 
Is your heart in agreement with your mind or are you tossed to and fro? One day you believe God and the next day you're all in your feelings and don't know what's going on. There has to be an agreement in the spirit that you you are declaring and you're, you're focusing and meditating on the goodness of God and meditating on his word and meditating on his faithfulness that your heart just burst out and rejoice and praise. There has to be an agreement in the spirit. You cannot be double minded with this because many, many are dying before their time because they are accepting the fate of the enemy and accepting the fate of the doctor's report. And that is not the will of God. Healing is the children's bread. It was, and it will always be. Christ didn't change family. We quote these scriptures, but we need revelation. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Not next week. Not next month, forever he's a healer. He's the balm of Gilead. He is the great physician forever. Forever. So we got to get these thoughts. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We got to get these thoughts and we got to get our emotions in line. So that he commandeth the blessing. For where there is unity, he commandeth the blessing. When you come into the unity with yourself and you're not double-minded and you declare and decree and believe God, believe his will for your life, you will see shifts. You will see transformation. You will see and walk in divine healing. You will, family, because he is that God. He doesn't change. He changed not. He changed not. He ain't changed the blood is it, never losing its power. And it's constantly speaking. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. For you. For your family. For those that you love. The blood is speaking. And it speaks healing. Receive the healing of God today. Receive. Come in agreement with God. And not the report come in agreement with God that you will be made whole and healed in the mighty name of Jesus family I love you and I pray that the spirit of the Lord is resting upon you just loving on you filling you to your cup runneth over giving you understanding and wisdom what it is that you need to do what wicked way you need to turn away from. Who you need to forgive. So that your body, your body, this mortal body, this earth suit that we've been given. Can come in alignment with the supernatural power of God. But we got to be right in this flesh. We got to cast it down. We got to cast it down. And strengthen our spirit. Because God is spirit. And he seek those who worship him in spirit and in truth. So we must make up our mind. Do I want to walk in the spirit or stay in this flesh? In the spirit, I already received my healing. And that must be your confession. And it will be made manifest in the flesh. May God bless you and keep you until we talk again. I love you with the love of God. Have an amazing evening, family. Be blessed.